Hello, and welcome back to Reading by Flashlight as we continue in the second episode of our series on the Ichabog, which was written by J.K. Rowling, same author of the Harry Potter series. And make sure to check out the first episode. If you haven't yet, we went over chapters 1 through 8 there, and we're going to go over the next 7 or 8 chapters in this episode. Also, if you have any friends or family who you think would really like this podcast, maybe just the book or maybe a previous season we've done, make sure to point them out to our podcast. But either way, let's get started. We'll start with Chapter 9, The Shepherd's Story. So it turns out that the man who had bursted through the doors in the last episode, who was kind of late in order to see the king came in, he was like, okay, what do you want? Why are you here so late? And he's like, well, I came from the marshlands. And so I'm going to, they said that this was really far away, so I'm going to assume that this is like the air, like the part of his kingdom that's maybe the farthest away from like the castle and where the king lives. So he comes there and he's like, I, I got to tell you something. This is really important. So he's like, okay, we'll hear you out since you came all this way just to talk to me. And so he says that he and his dog had been out hunting and his dog had died. So the king was like, oh, your dog died. So like, are you wanting me to give you some money so you can get a new dog? So he's like, okay, here's a couple coins, you know, do something with that. He's like, no, I don't need a new dog. No, I can find another dog pretty easy. He said, but the problem is, is how he died. And he says, the Ichabod took it. And so at this point, they're kind of like, his two men are kind of like laughing and stuff. They're like, this guy possibly can't think that like he, this is serious like he can't possibly think he's fooling us and so the king's like the king's kind of convinced he's like i think i think this could be true this he could have probably started spotted the ichabod and he tells them the story of how what it kind of looked like and the king's like that's it this very day we're gonna go and investigate the ichabod and so he's like follow me guys so in chapter two, he, the King Fred has put on his most shiniest armor, his, you know, what is going to make him look like a real warrior. And he's got this big battle squad going with him. And he's like, wow, no one's ever going to call me selfish, vain, and cruel. You know, like, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to find the Igabog. You know, no one's going to disrespect me again. And a lot of people were like, what's going on? Like, where's the king going? Like, the king rarely makes trips like these, you know, dressed in battle armor and with a bunch of men and stuff so everyone's kind of like rushing out to see like what's happening and to see it for themselves and so of course major beamish who was a part of the royal guard was going with the king and so uh bert was shouting like goodbye dad and major beamish was like really waving back at him and stuff and so even daisy and her dad mr dovetail are spotted outside and so daisy's like is there really an ichabod like, is there really such a creature? And so Mr. Dovetail tells her, no, there's no such thing as an Ichabod. But if the king wants to believe in it, let him, because he can't really do much harm in the marshlands. So chapter 11 kind of talks about their journey and how it took a couple of days for them to actually get to the marshlands. And it talks about the places that they stopped and rested at and about how the king got to sleep in, like, silk beds every night while his companions kind of had to suck it up and sleep on the wooden bed or something like that. I don't know. And so at the end of the chapter, they finally make it to the marshlands and they're like, okay, let's set up camp. It's getting dark. We need to, we need to be prepared and have everything ready. And so they're like, yep. And it gets foggy. 
and soon, you know, there's just thick white fog everywhere, and it was just really hard to see everything, so they were glad that they had set up a camp. So in chapter 12, which is titled The King's Lost Sword, pretty much on the first page, the king has already stepped off and is trying to explore and feels himself sinking into the marsh. So he's just yelling out, help, help, I'm sinking, I'm sinking. So, you know, everyone's panicking now and they're like, where's the king, where's the king? So all the guards are running everywhere, you know, trying to find him and stuff. And he's like, I've lost my boots. Why isn't someone helping me? Where is everyone? So all these guards are running, and Spittleworth and Flapoon are kind of just sitting back and relaxing. They're like, eh, someone will find him. Like, you know, like, maybe if he gets swallowed up by the fog, we'll get to go home, Hurley. And then everyone just stops, and they hear the king yell, Beamish, help me, I can see the monster. So Beamish is like, I'm coming, your majesty, I'm gonna find you, just keep yelling. And he says, help me, help me. And then actually, Spittleworth and Flapoon see the king first, he kind of had gotten out, and he was nearest to them. And so they're like, thank goodness we found you, you know, King, even though they were sitting there the whole time. And Fred doesn't even care about that. He's like, the Ichabog, I saw it. And they're like, what are you talking about, Your Majesty? And Fred's like, the monster's real. I saw it. We, we gotta leave. And hence the title of the chapter, he lost his, he had lost his sword, his, like, best sword. He calls it his best dress sword. Um, he lost it in the marsh. And he sends Spittleworth to go and find it with Flapoon. And the Captain, no, not Captain Roach. It's just Spittleworth and Flapoon that go to look for it. So they're going into the marsh and Flapoon and Spittleworth start to hear this noise. And it's like something's tangled up in all the weeds and stuff. And so he pulls out his gun and shoots at it. And he misses and they find that it was just this dog, and he had missed the dog completely. And it was just tangled in the branches, just a skinny, terrified dog. And a little bit beyond that, they see Major Beamish, who's laying face down in the fog. And they're like, what's going on? Who shot? And so they're looking around, and they see, you know, really quickly, they can see that, the, that uh, he was dead, and he had been shot by the heart, shot through the heart by Flapoon. And so Flapoon's like... What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I killed him. And Spillworth's like, quiet. We need to think this through. And then a little bit later, while they're trying to figure out what to do, Roach comes upon them and he's like, What what happened here? And then Spillworth's like, just be quiet, and I'll tell you what happened. And then he tells them this big story of how the Ichabod killed Major Beamish, and it was just big tragic battle and death that went on. And they just resume and they're kinda of like, Well, we're just gonna have to tell the king that he died fighting the Ichabod so that they could kind of cover up um, his death. And that is the end of chapter 13. I did a little less today than I wanted to, but I think this will still be a fine episode. So thank you for listening. Make sure to come back next Thursday for the next couple uh, chapters, and I'll see you then.